You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a very sure. sensible thing to do. It is quite sensible. I lost my wallet a Maybe few times. Maybe the adult thing is to not lose your wallet all the time. We obviously know I can't handle that kind of commitment or responsibility. I, this is No, that isn't a, an adult thing. I'm not going to say that because people lose stuff Exactly. From time it's to a time. very sensible solution to have a <laughs> wallet chain, Sarah. And also, it's very fashionable. So, I mean, the thing is... If we're talking about, like, in 1996, it was the epitome of fashion. But now that's making a comeback. When and Gwen I'm, Stefani would wear it when she was bouncing around singing, I'm just no, a girl. I've ridden the whole wave. Uh-huh. I've never not had it. <laughs> so now I'm coming back into fashion. I'm back in style. That's what I'm saying. Hello, okay. everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, thank you for finding us. We're so... We're so happy you did. Yes, indeed. Uh, of course, we are live five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding you us. You already we'll get, thanked them. You already we'll, thanked everybody for finding us. I'm thanking them many times. Okay. I'd like to thank a lot. It's Friday, Sarah. It's been a long week. I Maybe I, I flubbed the intro just a little bit like I flubbed something yesterday. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, I do want to say this. We have the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase coming up. Wednesday, April 1st. In That's five this, days. This coming Wednesday. Five days. And we want to see all of you there. So how you uh, get to do that is go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the link right there at the top of the page, and purchase your tickets now. Get mm-hmm. them in advance. You'll save, so, you'll save a couple bucks getting them in advance, and then it'll make us comfortable because we know we'll have our friends there. Exactly, and we'll know people are going, and then that way we get even more excited, and then mm-hmm. it, it, everyone's just going to have such a good time. It is. It's going to be awesome, and we've got some fantastic comedians on there. Of course, yesterday you heard Andy Maine, and we'll also have Stacey Halal, Jason Traeger, and our guest to, on today's show, Curtis Cook. Yes. Curtis Cook, he is fantastic, and he's going to be joining us here in just a little bit on the show, and he will be part of the Comedy Showcase on Wednesday. I am so excited. Awesome. Me too. All right, so... So back to the wallet chain. Back well, to the no, matter no, at hand. No, let's... let's Let's wait for the wait for the wallet chain. Okay. Let's talk about the the quick flubbing thing because I do oh, have. Right. You want to get that out of the way? I have an apology to make here on Fun Employment Radio. I already flubbed the intro of the show, so I might as well talk about one of my other mistakes Just I made this going. week. Keep on going. Yep. And that was yesterday it, when we had the uh, we had Mike and Brian from Next Adventure on the show. I think you're gonna flub the flub. I'm feeling it. Stop! Stop trying to get in my head. <laughs> it's Friday. Let me get through the damn show. So. Behind the scenes, all right, here's the deal. Sarah, Sarah Turner, is our sales and marketing director for Fun Employment Radio. She handles all of that stuff. She does a fantastic job. She's wonderful. She's amazing. She's awesome. Uh, she's beautiful. She's uh, 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 sensible and stylish. I, I'm trying to overdo it. I'm trying to compensate from yesterday because- You don't want to overdo it too much and like weird her out. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> So she's all of those amazing things. And then yesterday uh, we had her husband is Mike Turner, who also works for Next Adventure. And so when I introduced Mike, you can listen to this yesterday. And yes, I'm making it sound worse than it is. We had Mike on. And as I introed it, I, I made it sound like Sarah was basically lucky enough to find somebody to marry her. And that's, that is how it sounded. Not what I intended. Wasn't what was in my head. But I messed that up. I flubbed it. I feel bad about that. So here's what I did is this morning I sat down and because Mike works for Next Adventure and Brian and we love them and they're having their warehouse sale this weekend. I'm just letting you get through this. I'm sitting I over made, here silently. I made a very uh, special advertisement for them, a pre-produced ad. Normally we don't do that kind of thing here, but 
I made one for next adventure to try to make up for that. And uh, why don't we just go ahead and, and play that? Attention, outdoor enthusiasts! Prepare to have your minds blown! That's right, Saturday and Sunday, Next Adventure at the corner of Stark and Grand in Portland, Oregon is having their 2015 Spring Warehouse Clearance Sale! All day long, Saturday, 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 and Sunday, Sabado y Domingo, March 28th and 29th, you can get savings of 20 to 80% off in every department! Does that include skis and snowboards? Yes! Does that include tents and camping equipment? Yes! Does that include apparel and footwear? Yes! <laughs> All departments with 20 to 80% savings! Plus, the Paddle Sports Center, 624 Southeast 7th Avenue, is having amazing deals on kayaks, canoes, and stand-up paddle boards. The Next Adventure 2015 Spring Warehouse Clearance Sale, Saturday, 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 and Sunday, March 28th and 29th. Yeah. On to the next adventure. .net. <laughs> there we wow, go. Wow, that's amazing. That is for next uh, adventure. Paul in the chat was saying, is Greg a one-trick pony? <laughs> one he trick. does it He does it very well. That uh, trick what, that you do. A one-trick pony. Well, I mean, this is a... It's a, If you listen to the McKay Used Books one, it's very different from that. But Brian from Next Adventure Off Air was talking about how he uh, eventually wanted to have like a monster truck ad, and he had no idea that I've ever done anything like that. I'm like... You know what? I think I can I can handle that. And for Greg you. is so good at making these, and he can do them in less time than you think that he it would take to yeah. do it. That was impressive. Thank you. I know Greg's like I have a couple lines I want you to say, so I don't even know what I was doing. I'm just like, all right, <laughs> tense and read bowls. these. Woo. Okay, done. <laughs> so there we go. That uh, that was that was a quick one I made today for next adventure. Thank you guys. You guys are awesome. That all right. was so great. <laughs> Back to what we were talking about at the beginning. More shame for me. So. Uh, I I I don't think it's shameful so much as you can't say that it's a fashion statement. It is. I think it is fashionable. I I believe I'm I'm very fashionable. And no, I don't. I'm not fashionable. But I I wear a wallet chain. I have a wallet chain that I have. Do you want to say your name first before you say that? My name is Greg Nibbler, and I wear a wallet chain. <laughs> and I've done. I, I've worn the wallet chain for probably since 1996. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because I used to lose my wallet all the time. Like I'm very bad at holding on to my wallet. So I lost it three times within about a year. And that's that sucks. I got it back each time minus cash usually, minus a debit card once. But usually it found its way back to me. However, I didn't really want to deal with that anymore. So I started wearing a wallet chain mm-hmm. out, of, uh, out of necessity, really. I'm, I'm special. I needed to have a wallet chain or I was going to lose it. Now, I've been made fun of for having this wallet chain and I have noticed over the years that not many people wear wallet chains anymore I never because I see you so often I never think about the fact that I don't see anybody else wearing a wallet chain yeah now that you're bringing it up it's totally true yeah and it gets brought up to me like I forget about it because that's just what I do but every now and then like somebody I meet who's new they'll be like oh wear a wallet chain like yeah, I I lose my wallet all the time. That's why I, that's why I wear a wallet chain. I I don't see anything wrong with that. And then I realize, oh, since they're calling that out, they're saying, oh, look at look at you, look at you there with your little wallet chain. Isn't that neat? <laughs> oh, people don't say it like that. No, but it's it's the implied. It's Im- part of it's it. implied that it's implied. Oh, look, you can't take care of yourself. I don't I don't see anything wrong with <laughs> As it. As Keelan just... is putting it, uh, he said it's like a uh, wallet chain's like a baby leash. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a baby leash for my wallet. Because I lose my wallet all the time, just like I would lose a baby. So that's what it, that's what it is. I have to wear Greg it. Greg is just pitching himself right now. I'm pitching myself, Just like ladies. I would lose a baby. 
<laughs> hey there, ladies out there in Portland, Oregon. Uh, so that's <laughs> don't limit yourself to Portland, Greg. No, let's, out let's in go the world. worldwide with worldwide. this. Worldwide, worldwide. Mm. I I think it's uh, I think it also though besides the necessity and the functionality of it, I'm a very function oriented person. It's also quite fashionable now. So it's because I think it's coming back because in. Is this because you think the 90s are coming back? Hey, and so everything that you had in better, the 90s? Who better to be 90s fashionable than me? I mean, it's me. You've only waited 20 years, but That's now right. your time has and come. I'm back. I'm back in charge. I'm back on top. I actually, I remember, I had a wallet chain once, I think when I was like 15. I remember <laughs> I went to Zoomies, uh, where all cool things were from back in 1995. And I got me, a, um, I had a Vans Corduroy Oh, see, no, 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 no. With a wallet chain that came with it, and I wore my wallet chain every day. Okay, no, that's that's different. That's different. Now, I've been wearing... Okay, actually, I'm going to make a note of something that was actually in the chat. So, uh, Loki, this is at the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live for live listeners. Loki is saying, wallet chain, chain is Portland ironic hipster cool. See, that's what sucks. I've worn this wallet chain way through the non-cool years. <laughs> you have to wear years. yours out of necessity, and now you're mad when other people are and now trying it's to come back. It. It's the same thing when people used to give me crap about wearing stocking caps. I've always worn stocking caps, and then I know they became cool, and then it was like, oh, that's hipster, that's hipster. I'm like, no, I've been wearing this forever. It's not my fault that other people started wearing them. Now if the wallet chain comes back, and that's going to happen, then it's going to look like I'm just tr- trying to follow the fashion trend. I do remember in the 90s, it was a fashion accessory. Like, it wasn't just something that you did or did not. Like, you wore it as an accessory, like a necklace or earrings or something. Mm-hmm. Like, the chain was part of the outfit. Yeah. And so... <laughs> Are you going to start adorning yourself with more, like, like thumb wave. rings and stuff? Shockwave in the chat fully said it. And now you're saying you had one before they were cool, so not a hipster. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Gosh, dang it. It sucks, but I mean, I have to wear it. I'm going to lose my wallet. Like it's so. What else were you doing before anybody else, Greg? I don't know. What else is What else is cool? I, don't know. I probably did it before. Yeah, you've taken the stocking cap. You've taken uh, the wallet chain. Mm-hmm. Yep, I claim those. Those were mine. No, so if you want to bring the '90s back, are you going to start wearing like, not, your your jewelry? No, I'm not bringing the '90s. Are you going to wear your finger jewelry? The world's bringing Greg back. That's what it is. Greg is coming back this in is style. This the year of the Greg. It is. I'm coming back in style. This is Greg's year. Spring is in, and so is Greg. That's what I'm saying. Everybody's everybody's following my fashion trends. I'm a fashionista. My favorite thing about your wallet chain is when we're sitting somewhere with uh, like the little waffle iron, like iron chairs, like out at a bar patio or somewhere, and your wallet chain gets stuck to the chairs. Yeah, that's that kind of that sucks. is my favorite. It happens. A lot. This probably happens to Greg at least like once a month, where he will get uh, accidentally stuck to like a chair, a bench. Well, when they're like the metal grate chairs, sometimes the chain falls through, <laughs> and it's really, really embarrassing. So I have to like try to finagle it because it'll get stuck in there. And then if Sarah sees it, she'll call it out for everyone <laughs> to see. And I can't stand up and walk away because I'm stuck to the chair. And yeah, uh, it's so funny. And Greg gets so mad because I'll be like, "Hey guys, look, look, Greg's stuck to his chair with his wallet chain." And Greg does not find it amusing. No, it's not fun. <laughs> it's hilarious. I get so mad when you do so that. So Mr. Janky, I've seen him uh, in the chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live, has gone through like all of the emotions of realizing that he he, he said that, that he was you from 1996 on. Yeah. Then he's Very realized, fashionable man. I've seen Mr. Mr. Janky many times. Mr. Janky also wears... Uh, Mr. Janky's a 90s dude, too. Yeah. Like, he has the 90s style like you do. Absolutely. No offense, Janky. You wear it well, Greg. Fashionable. So um, anyway, so Janky was going through all the steps. He's like, well, I wear a wallet chain, too, and nobody said anything about it i've worn it and then he's like oh my gosh has everyone been talking about me behind my back and then he's finally like my wife just told me that she always makes fun of my wallet (laughs) (laughs) i know it sucks and don't don't listen to them mr janky listener here right at at funemploymentradio.com slash live don't listen to them you're very fashionable 
that everybody who's been naysaying your wallet chain, they have no idea that in the next year or two, you're going to be the most fashionable person out there. You're just like me. You're ahead of the curve. Oh, God. That's, that's not is. comforting to him. We're ahead Don't of the curve. tell him he's just like you. Oh, uh, that, that doesn't help things out. <laughs> Mr. Jenkins said, well, if anyone wants to hang out at the Comedy Showcase next week, I'll be easy to find. I'm the only other guy with a wallet chain. <laughs> It'll <laughs> be me and Jakey. Wallet chains unite. <laughs> We're going to stand together with that. So that's I'm, – I'm just saying. I think it's perfectly fine. And it brings me to my point because yesterday – Actually, and, and this actually has to do with a couple of birthdays that we forgot to do this week. Mm-hmm. So we have, we have three birthdays. We're going to do those here at the beginning to get those out because we messed up on a couple. Um, and this, this one comes from Sean. So we were at Landmark Saloon yesterday for a little bit, and Sean was there, and it was his birthday. And he noticed the wallet chain. And, the, and instantly when people notice the wallet chain, I'm usually like, oh, God, what are they going to say about it? What's going to happen? Because nobody ever calls it out and says something good, except nobody for yesterday. Nobody ever says something nice. Except for yesterday, when Sean was like, I'm glad that you're wearing a wallet chain. Uh, you know what? Because I've been thinking about wearing one again, but I never see anybody with one. And uh, I, I'm, I appreciate that you're Sean's kind of a 90s that. dude, too. Yeah, so he appreciates the wallet chain. I'm seeing a pattern with all the people that are appreciating the wallet chain. What do you mean? You guys all kind of are, are similar gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know what you're implying, gentlemen Sarah. Gentlemen of similar tastes. <laughs> that's that's right. Sophisticated individuals. Yes. Sophisticated. Well-rounded. Well-rounded, yes, sophisticated gentlemen. Yes, as I watched gentlemen. you and Sean talk about wrestling while drinking your giant PBRs. That yes. was uh, the height of sophistication. Sophisticated, Sarah. <laughs> sophisticated. Well, do you want to do the birthdays now since one yes. of the birthdays is for... Wallet chain, Sean. Yes, indeed. Let's, right. let's give him a happy birthday here. It's a little happy bit birthday, this. Sean. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. All right. The next birthday was actually, I forgot to do two days in a row. And this is a request that came in from our friend Jordan, who is known to us as Zombie Snuggy. Oh, Zombie Snuggy. Because back when, uh, back when we first started the show, we were part of a zombie ball that was going on in Vancouver and we were up Oh gosh, there. So that was like five years ago. Yeah, and yeah. he drove down I think he was actually going to Washington State at the time if I remember. I believe he drove from Pullman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were doing a Snuggie pub crawl. Yeah, and so they combined the Snuggie thing with the <laughs> zombie thing that were coming to us so they were zombie Snuggie. And so every time we see him now, he's like, Jordan, it sounds like you're Snuggie. speaking in a different language. Zombie yeah. Snuggie. So he's Zombie Snuggie. All right. Uh, but no, Jordan is awesome. And he wanted us to say happy birthday to his girlfriend, Bailey. Bailey, he's trying to convert you. Come on, Bailey. Come to the dark side. Bailey, I mean, this is a show with a gentleman like me who's obviously ahead of the curve. It's height of sophistication. Clearly. Listen to this. Listen to how much you're learning. I wear a wallet chain and a stocking cap proudly. You know, you're going to be... He really is... likes to wear ankle socks. He also wears... Um... <gasps> Maybe man sandals are going to come in this year. Oh, my God. And that, you then... will have been totally ahead of Dude, the curve. If that happens, I'm Your mandals. Br- if that happens, I'm bringing back my rings out. Uh, I'm going to get my rings out. I may have to re-pierce my ear. Oh, God. Please, no. And we've lost Bailey. Happy no. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. And finally, the birthday we have. This one is actually on the right day. This is from Dennis, who actually, wanted us... one more, too. So. Who wanted us to wish Maria Rose a happy birthday. Maria Rose, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Maria. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. And for first-time listeners of the show, I swear it's not always all, no. all birthdays, but we just uh, we forgot a few. All right, and we do want to say this is the youngest birthday, I believe. Okay. For today. Uh, this was from yesterday. So Jennifer wrote in and she wanted to wish us a very, uh, wanted us to wish a very happy birthday to her 10 year old son. He just turned 10 yesterday. Fergus. 
Ah, Fergus. Yes, and is she Fergus lets listening him, to the show. Fergus is allowed to listen to some parts of the show. So I'm shaping his youth right and now. And his favorite Fergus, part. Get yourself a wallet chain, first birthday present. That's what you need to get. His favorite part is um, when you do ball talk. Oh, And he sweet. likes to hear about your predictions for college football. Oh, well, then mm-hmm. maybe I'll have to make some predictions. Well, today. happy birthday, young man. In theory. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. So if he's 10, though, he probably has no idea who Elvis is. Probably not. Probably doesn't. I mean, I'm sure he does. Elvis is still kind of is he a cultural icon? I guess. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. Kids, when do you think Elvis? There are kids that don't know. Popular. There are kids that don't know who Paul McCartney is. Yeah, I guess so. But Elvis is actually with with Fergus's mom. I'm sure he he's he's well educated. I'm in sure these Jennifer has, has educated him right. Very well. But in general, but it's like those things like Betty Page pictures. Like nobody will ever stop posting Betty Page pictures. Yes, I, I think I, Betty Page and Elvis are the kind of the same thing. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. It's like cause they'll always live forever in those old classic black and white photos that mm-hmm. everyone kind of always tries to replicate. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Elvis will live on long after we're gone. Okay. Well, there we go. So, Fergus, I hope your mom taught you about Elvis. Yes. But the early, not the sad, fat, dying on a toilet, Elvis. All right. Now, that's the way we're All right. To stop and listening. let's snap. Stop listening, Fergus. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we do a little bit of World of Crazy? I We've got totally a couple of minutes here. I have some World of Crazy. So, yeah, let's go, ahead and, let's go ahead and do that. Okay. I'm totally ready. All right. By that, I mean not at all. You weren't at all ready. <laughs> Oh, hello, my friends. Hi, Greg. Hi. I remember that one time we were on the bus and your wallet chain got stuck between the seats. And we were trying to get off of the stop. And Greg was shackled to the bus seat. I forgot about that. It's a sturdy chain. (laughs) It gets stuck places. But see, it's better that than the wallet. That was so funny. We were stuck at those seats. That's so not we, funny. If you've ridden TriMet before, we were um, the seats like that are basically parallel to the side of the bus, like facing the back door. And it was time for our stop to get off, so we're waiting for everyone to, to get off. And um, so we waited for everyone to go before we tried, before we got up. And I'm walking there, and all of a sudden I hear, shink, 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 and Greg couldn't get out of the chair. It was marvelous. It was not fun. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, I'm welcome. My world of crazy. Crazy. First up, we have a Florida with trees story. Yes, here in Portland, Oregon. Again. Here in Portland, Oregon, my computer decided to freeze. And now Uh-oh. it's back. Out of Clackamas, Oregon. To Clackamas we go. Straight Clackamas. out of Clackamas. Straight out of Clackamas. Yes, a man suspected of being a serial flasher in Clackamas County has been arrested following two recent flashing reports in Gresham. Uh-oh. He has been apprehended. The suspect has been apprehended. Okay. And since you're still here, I'm assuming it wasn't you. It wasn't me, and okay. I can see that John and Boring is in the live chat, so it wasn't him, apparently. Is it? It might just be Kathleen pretending to be him. That could be it, that too. That could be who, who was this gentleman flasher? Uh, the gentleman flasher. I, I call him gentleman flasher. <laughs> <laughs> who is this gentleman flasher? <laughs> who is it? Uh, this man, his name is Michael Gordon Dick... Michael Dick. Michael Dick the Flasher uh, in Clackamas is connected to a number of different indecent exposure reports, mostly happening in the time between Thanksgiving and December 9th of this past year. So the break in the case came uh, this past Wednesday when Mike, uh, Mike Dick was arrested in Gresham. Police were called both Tuesday and Wednesday nights about a naked man masturbating in the Tickle Creek area. Tickle Creek? So Oregon's Michael Dick Michael Dick was masturbating in the Tickle Creek area. <laughs> that's 
what you're talking about. I didn't me. even see the Tickle Creek thing. Wow, Oregon. Michael Dick and Tickle Creek. Uh, this is why the rest of the country can't take us seriously. No. Uh, investigators say that this method was similar to the previous reports that were happening between Thanksgiving and December 9th, where a man would drive past uh, women who were walking or working in their yard, would get out of his truck and just be stark naked. I remember this story. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Mike Dick was arrested, and authorities searched his house in Gresham and found evidence, including... I don't know what evidence they would need. Wouldn't they just need his human body to be able to tell if he was the flasher? I don't know. Was he pantsless or something? I'm uh, not sure what evidence they're looking for. Well, they found uh, the evidence that they said they found is a truck that they believe was used in a previous incident. Well, somebody uh, incident. had a picture, right? No, that at was one the point. cheese. That was a Swiss cheese master. No, not the Swiss cheese masturbator, but okay. I thought somebody got a picture of the truck or something. Maybe I'm wrong. There are lots of trucks here in Oregon. And there's a lot of public masturbators. Too, there are so, so many public masturbators. Yeah. You pair them up with trucks. I mean, God, they're on every street corner. Yep. Uh, so Mike Dick is now charged with three counts of public indecency because, uh, let's see, so they're actually felonies because he's been charged before. So Mike Dick will no longer be out on the streets. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hey, fashionisto, I found something that you might be into. Okay. Um, McDonald's is now launching its own fashion campaign. No. I am not no. kidding. McDonald's Sweden is launching a clothing and lifestyle line as part of a campaign that they're calling I'm Loving It 24. The fast, fa- uh, fast food chain is producing t-shirts, raincoats, bed sheets, rain boots, and even dog jackets, each all covered with prints of Big Macs. So it's not like the McDonald's M. It's it's actual pictures of food. It is. Uh, so they're only sticking with the Big Mac. Oh, it's all big, like prints of Big Macs Ugh. on shirts, raincoats, sheets, rain boots, and dog jackets. McDonald's over there, though, is a whole different thing. It is, it is it's completely different. It's a different, different. culture. Because I... Like I don't have a whole lot of experience going to McDonald's overseas because when I've gone mm. there, I try not to do that. But in the, uh, I remember in the Frankfurt Airport, it was like a nightclub, the McDonald's there. Like they had like disco Ooh. and they had like a dance floor and all this stuff and all these people eating cheeseburgers and then dancing. That sounds amazing. It, it was bizarre. It was the only place open, so I I went to the McDonald's disco when I couldn't find something uh, to eat when I was in Paris. I went to the McDonald's there, and I swear to God, that was one of the best Le burgers. Big Mac. Yeah, I, that was one of the best burgers I've ever had. Oh. It tastes so different. It was very very good. So anyway, so uh, if you want to purchase this, you don't have to go to Sweden. You can actually buy it online if you want to Google McDonald's Sweden. You can find their online shop and get all of your Big Mac screen printed needs. Did I just date myself by calling it a disco? Is that a still what it's called? A I don't know. Do I don't know. Go dancing at the discotheque. I don't know what that what that means. Mm-hmm. I think you dated yourself with the wallet chain conversation. Uh, back in style, Sarah. Yeah. Ahead of the curve, Greg. I saw this and I totally thought of you because this seems like something that uh, that you would want to do. Well, actually, let me ask you this, if this is something that you'd want to do. All right. The first successful injection for night vision into somebody's eyeballs has been a success. What do you mean? Okay. So let me tell you. So this is a big step for humans turning into superhumans. This happened in California when a group of biohackers uh, induced night vision. Biohacker? That's what they call themselves. I don't know. Uh, But... What they did was cool. Uh, induced night vision on a fellow researcher. So they used this chemical called chlorine E6, or CE6, which is found in deep sea fish and is uh, used as an occasional method to treat night blindness. Researchers injected the chemical with what's basically like a really small turkey baster and aimed it for the uh, conjunctival sac on the underside of this person's uh, these eye. These terms are already making my eyes water, but okay. Yeah, so... Um, so what, what what happened is they basically injected this into his eye. He said that he saw a greenish-black blur across his vision, then it dissolved into his eyes. And then after 
it dissolved in there. This guy could see in the dark. He could see in the dark just from getting this injected into his eyeball. Yeah, but what happens then when it's light out? I don't know. It how long does say. it last? I don't know how long it lasts, Greg. So uh, what happened is they uh, to test it, they actually brought him out into the woods in the pitch black, and he could see everything all around him. Just That's like, weird. Yes. How creepy is that? That's weird. So uh, when it first started, he could see shapes in the dark uh, that were about like 20 feet away. Uh, before long, as it started to adapt into his eye, he was able to see longer distances, recognize symbols, and identify moving subjects way far in the distance against different backgrounds. That's that's, that's creepy. crazy. Yeah, as it's being noted too in the live chat, I don't think I would mess with my eyes like that. That would that would make me way too nervous to be a test subject for something like that. If you could get it for free, you could have free night vision. Would you do it? <sighs> no. I'd rather just have night vision goggles. Those are cool. And then you can take them off. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so it was a hundred percent success rate when they did this with this guy. So this huh. could be this could be something that people might start to do, which is kind of terrifying in the wrong hands of thinking of people who are able to see at night. Yeah, I don't. I, there's just something not unnatural about this. I don't like well, it. Well, of course it's unnatural. Humans aren't supposed to see it. Well, night. all right. I I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it. Well, okay then. Well, since we do have Curtis coming in, I will mm. just go to the last story. I'm just, I'm still thinking if I would want it, but yeah, okay. Okay. Thank you to Lily, uh, Scott's betrothed, for sending me this story. Our friend Scott Deli. Our friend Scott Deli. Everyone's friend Scott Deli. Yep. I mean, even if they aren't his friend, they've heard of him. He's so famous. Scott Deli of Geek in the City. Yeah, the famous Scott Deli. There's a woman who has now spoke out about her true love with a tree. Yes, this woman who has named her beloved Tim has fallen in love with a tree, and now she wants the whole world to know about it. Um, and about their steamy sexcapades. What? Yes. Uh, this is an actual tree? This isn't just an analogy for Scott. You're not calling Scott a tree in this. No, I'm not. This is a woman who is actually in love with a real physical tree. This is a woman who's in love with a tree. Her name is Emma. Okay. And Emma is in love with a tree named Tim. Uh, Emma speaks out about her love because she doesn't want it to be looked down upon because people can love whomever and whatever they want. Of course, sir. Emma Emma goes on to talk about Tim and about their scorching lovemaking. How did she come up with the name Tim? I don't know. Maybe he told her because she's not at all crazy, I'm sure. It's like naming a dog Carl, which I do want to do. I know you do. Yeah. I know you do. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Emma and Tim, this love story of or the ages. Kevin. Um, Emma says about Tim, my feelings are genuine. I've had boyfriends, but I've never connected with anyone like I have Tim. I'm in love and would like to get married to him. I look at other trees, but I don't touch. I would never cheat on Tim. Now, about their sex life, Emma goes on to say, He fulfills my emotional and sexual needs. Oh. I pleasure myself by rubbing, ag- rubbing against the bark naked. Oh, I love about the splinters? I love the feeling of the skin-on bark contact. Oh, that's gross. Which gives me a pleasurable pain sensation, and the feel of his leaves against my skin makes me tingle. That's not necessary. I have sex with him every week. It's the best sex I've ever had. Now, uh, Emma sees Tim four times a week, though sometimes they just have a nice conversation and don't get down to business. Uh, Emma says again, uh, I look at other trees, but I don't touch. I wouldn't cheat on Tim. Even though she said this twice now, so it makes me believe that maybe she has cheated on Tim in the past. Oh. Um, Emma says she would like to get married to Tim, but uh, if she did, it would be a low-key ceremony with her close friends and family. So um, it's un- unclear whether or not Tim is in her yard. 
Tim mm-hmm. is in a national forest. Right. Tim is in a neighbor's yard. We see nowhere to go see him. I mean, we don't know where Tim is. Okay. But all we do know is that this is a love story between Emma and Tim. Congratulations, Emma and Tim. Yes. I wish best you the best. Best of luck. I wish you the best. Much love and splinters. We needed a love story for today. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's your, your world of crazy. All right, our guest has arrived, oh, awesome. so need to go uh, let him in, but um, there we go. Once again, wallet chains are awesome. All right, thank you. Maybe we should ask Curtis what he thinks. He's a pretty fashionable young man. No, because I'm just going to be You're just going to embarrass yourself, yeah, I know, because he's all like, he is fashiony, and well, you're yeah, not. I know. Then I'm totally asking, you know, I have to. All right, well, okay. then I'm going to say that you called him fashiony. Okay. Um, that's not an insult. That's though, not an anyway. insult. Yeah, all no, right. you're just going to make all it right. weird. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back here in just a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. This is Kevin Heffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And Club Dread and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, and you're listening to Greg the Nibbler and Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it. On fun, em- fun Employment. You should all listen to Fun Employment. Now. And nibble it. I forgot how ridiculous I forgot how that, that one, one went, too. <laughs> Because they just announced that Super Troopers 2 is going to get made, but... Even though we got no credit for it, because uh, they announced it on our show like a year ago. I know. I want to say we had the exclusive on that, and then now it's all over the internet. It's like, oh, they announced Super Troopers 2. I'm like, no, they did it here on our show. I know. We did. We get like, no love. No. It's no. no it's I mean, not. I know you tried. I know you tried to like I try, I tried restart to, it. Yeah, it, it's, it, it just sounds pathetic at that point. It does I'm sound like, pathetic. No, they said it here first. I've got a link to the episode. Nobody likes that person who's just like, no, 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 but clearly I had it first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Just like my wallet chain. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you weren't supposed to. You just gave that away. Well, I'm not. No, I'm not saying. What, what? What? Why are you staring at me now? Now I'm I feel not. like I've done something let's wrong. Just bring on, let's bring on <laughs> <All> our <right>. buddy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase is coming up on April 1st. and That's next Wednesday. That's next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. This coming Wednesday. Indeed. And get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. And one of our performers is here right now with us. Curtis Cook. Hello, sir. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello, Curtis. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me here. Oh, thank you. And thanks for doing the show. We're super excited. Me too. I'm jazzed about yeah. it. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Well, I did ask Curtis right. right before we had him on about uh, his thoughts on wallet chains, but he didn't know why. And then that's why I was saying you, you kind of <laughs> Well, okay. I, we can still get his thoughts. I'm not going to be... Not but now be... he's going to feel like he has to say something nice. No, he doesn't. Because... Were you guys already talking about wallet we chains? We were talking about wallet we chains were. before, yeah. Does one of you wear a wallet chain? Greg does, in fact, wear a wallet chain. The stare that I'm getting right now is saying that I'm not you, as fashionable as I think no, I am. No, you just don't seem like that bad a guy. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say so, your stereotype is for guys with wallet chains? Uh, kind of douchey? Like 17 years old, Ed Hardy t-shirt, really into shop class. <laughs> oh, that's worse than I thought. Oh, Damn. Greg. See, but here's the thing. So because he's he's under the impression he's bringing the '90s back. Well, okay, I I have a wallet chain <laughs> because because it's a function thing. Because I lose my wallet all the time, so I wear a wallet chain. And now I'm realizing how much people stare at me for wearing a wallet chain, and not necessarily in a good way. But I'm saying since the '90s are coming back, now it's it's going to be cool again. And I'm like riding, you know, I'm ahead of the curve. I don't this think is that's how, how I that keep works. it straight in my head. This <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Curtis, do you think you can pull off the wallet chain? I yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to see now. I feel no, bad. No, no, you can say whatever. Say whatever. No, you you can judge. I want you to feel confident. I think, and if we live in Portland, if you wearing a wallet chain, does you bring it back the nineties? And I'm like more for that than I am a lot of other things. That I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that one's acceptable. Yeah, I would rather that than like a tie dye sweater. No, oh. I would never do that. Yeah, the tie dye thing was bad. Well, you're pretty young, aren't you? Do you remember? When were you born? I remember bits and pieces of bits the 90s. Pieces? I was born in 1990. Okay. okay. But the tie-dye thing, like, I, I dated a girl who wore tie-dye all the time Ooh. for a while. Yeah, it was... I Why, I don't know. I have no idea why. She was, like, also into fish and... Fish, like, the, the pH? Band. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, fish with a pH. <laughs> like, like I don't know. Fish. Yeah, it was, so I hung out with, like, her and her, her hippie friends. Hippie thing was something I've never done. I've never gone through the, the Well, there phase. were, like, very, two very distinct – well, there were many types, but there was, like, the big 90s factor <laughs> in – So were, were you categorizing hippies? No, no. I mean, like, in the 90s, there were, like, the – there were, like, the – there's the hippie 90s, and then there was, like, the ska – um, like and then like so, CNC Music Factory kind of turned into the ska folks. CNC Music oh. Factory, yeah, that turned into ska. Yeah, really, I didn't know the it. connection That's between those two. Mm-hmm. All right, okay, there we go. There's our '90s talk <laughs> right here on Planet Radio. Wait, were you guys fully? Were you guys like teenagers in the '90s? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, Greg was born. Yeah. in the '70s. It's true. Oh, it's true. You can wear a wallet chain then. Uh, so now it's good? <laughs> it's past the point where people are judging you in any way. <laughs> All right. So the showcase is coming up. Yes. And you have, uh, you're basically out every night, aren't you? Working, doing either shows or doing like open mics. Yeah. 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 And there's, are you performing tonight? Uh, tonight, yes. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. I should plug this, mate. Is that okay? Can I? Is <laughs> this plug, live? You can plug whatever can you I want. Say, to plug. <laughs> hey, you guys should at from six to nine go to the sustainable sustainability event at the Slide Inn on Act. Ankeny Street. <laughs> I will be hosting that event. There will be little booklets for environmental sustainability. It'll be great. We'll punch that up afterwards. Oh, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what was it called? The, the Sustainable Sustainability Fundraiser. Oh, okay. So you want to sustain all things sustainable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is very Portlandy sounding. Well, and you were just on television what last week? A couple weeks oh, ago. A couple weeks ago. That sounds really fancy when I know, you say see, it. Like that. Yeah, see, that's how you <laughs> you say looked it. very fancy. Thanks. I was trying super hard. <laughs> no, <very good. laughs> yeah, it was on. Yeah, it was on a uh, live at seven. That's what it's called. Yeah, I was just watching that. That was you handled that segment very well because it was all about the Starbucks with that really terrible idea with the what was it race? Oh, the together. race together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how did <laughs> and that is now since uh, been defunct and I believe the person who created it was. He quit his job. Something like that. Yeah. I think he got so much backlash on Twitter about it, I think he shame quit. Uh, yeah. Is what happened with that one. <laughs> well, how did you even, uh, yeah, how did it come up for, for you to go on that show to talk about that? Uh, I got an email, and the email was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you. I, I, like, the email's text was pretty much like, hey, we're looking for someone, we're looking for a voice to discuss this in Portland. We've seen your comedy. Come do it. And I think the subtext was like, we don't know a lot of black people who will handle this well <laughs> you think you could come be politely snide on tv and then i did my best you did a great job no you Thank did fantastic because yeah they did just kind of throw it to you you're like here is this Represent very important everybody. Right? <laughs> no you handled it with a plum was that your first time on television 
Yeah, and I was super. Yeah, and you I was could, really nervous. So I appreciate. I appreciate your kind words, guys. No, <laughs> no, you did great. Out. You could not tell you were nervous, and you <laughs> very well. I especially loved it when you asked if Howard Schultz was a white dude. <laughs> He's like the oldest and whitest guy. I think you, you got a check. Is the you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were very nice to try not to offend. Like, oh, I mean. Yeah, I kept yeah. trying to say less oppressed about white people, so that no one would get mad. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, that is tough. I would be, I'd be nervous about that one just on television. Well, you did that. great. I mean, plus, just since the the questions, because we were on live at seven once when we worked for the Blazers, we didn't have to talk that much. We didn't though. talk, but that was even more awkward because if you're standing there not talking, yeah, and like somebody's next to you is talking, you don't know what to do or what to you, like do with your hands, or do you sit and stare at the person, or do you right. like, dead stare at the camera? <laughs> There's no good answer to oh, it. That does sound really rough. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Curtis, you also have a podcast. Yeah. 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 And how often do you, it's Black by Popular Demand? Black by Popular Demand. It comes out every other week, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> when you'd like it to. When we'd like it to. We had one with uh, with Carl and Jason from your, your guys' Oh, nice. Network. Oh, yeah. awesome. Awesome. That was a fun one. Yeah. And um, oh, so Carl was actually on it, too? Carl uh, I hope he listens to this so he knows that I ratted him out Carl was on the first one and then he asked like a lot of pretty compelling questions that we were all really interested in and then he disappeared that episode on purpose so the world wouldn't have to hear his controversy did you guys record that here? yeah yes because I remember when he did that because I got a I got a text from him and an email was like um um it's just this like like, you know this crazy email that he was trying to find the episode and I'm like well if it's gone it's gone like there's no recovering it. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I think he deleted it or something happened. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, that's happened. I, oh, okay. I've done that before, too. <gasps> well, for- <laughs> it's it's oh, terrible. I remember. Feel, oh, it's the worst. <laughs> when we, uh, a few years ago, Greg and I did what we, of course, were convinced was the greatest show we'd ever done. And oh, yeah. And Greg forgot to hit record. And so we tried to, oh, so yeah. we tried to replicate it. <laughs> it was so bad. It was awful. So we actually sat for another hour and tried to replicate, you know, all, all the things that we said and all the jokes. <laughs> right. It was just, it was terrible. <laughs> it was so sad. <laughs> and I think we did put it out. I don't even remember which episode that was. Yeah. But we I, never we'd told to find anybody. That out. Yeah, because it was so bad. It was so stunted. It's like, oh, yes, Sarah, I'm going to say this here now because that's what I said uh, two hours ago. It was really bad. (laughs) It was bad. Well, for anyone who hasn't heard your podcast, uh, can you give a little background as to what it's about? What kind of guests you have on? (laughs) Uh, It's Black by Popular Demand. Uh, We kind of like to talk about just... uh, I mean, it's themed around racial identity, but we like to talk about just general identities. Uh, We do our best to interview uh, comedians and artists of color in Portland. We do uh, occasionally run out, and then (laughs) we will try to trick our white friends into saying something racist and talk to them about that for an hour. Uh, if you guys, uh, you guys a chance. The last episode was actually pretty dope. We talked to Anthony Robinson from Seattle and Baron Vaughn, who's in L.A. right now. Oh uh, yeah, Baron. that was really cool. Oh yeah, he was in town doing Funny Over Everything, right? Yeah, Funny yeah. Over Everything, and he stopped by uh, Minority Retort, which oh, is tonight too. That's ama- that's happening at Curious Comedy tonight. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. So you're gonna kind of bounce around, maybe? Are you- oh, I'm not on it. I'm well, just, I, I just champion the cause. That you're gonna go. <laughs> well, it's a great. I mean, Jason. It's Jason and Jeremy. Yeah, put that on. Yeah, that's an incredible show. I haven't yeah. yet to see it yet. But Actually, I'm doing um, uh, movies in black and white on Tuesday night, too. Oh, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I haven't. I've, I actually haven't been to one yet. So it's where Jason is putting that on, too. Jason from Carl Show. Jason Sorry, Lamb, yeah. And uh, they're going to show a movie, and then it's going to be me and Keelan, Keelan King, our buddy Keelan, and then I think Anthony Lopez talking about the movie afterwards. Do you know what movie so, it is? Uh, 48 Hours, I think is what it is. 
which honestly, forty. I don't. Think I'm gonna I've say ever right now. I is that Denzel on the airplane? No, it's uh, Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte. <laughs> I think uh, do hours? I have the movie right? Let me make sure I have the movie right. I should probably know that. Yes, yes, it's uh, forty eight hours. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've never even heard of that. Uh, you know what? I've never seen. It. I've heard of it, but I guess what it is is like Eddie Murphy's some criminal who gets teamed up with a cop to try to bust something. Uh oh. Yeah. A so that's tumble. that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Kind of like nothing to lose or anything. Yeah. Kind of yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Keelan and I will talk about it afterwards. Interesting. Yeah, it'll be it'll be pretty cool though. So that's happening at Hollywood Theater. All right, but tonight you can go see Curtis do his sustainable sustainability <laughs> somewhere on Ankeny Street. <laughs> yes, at the at the at the Slide Inn. The Slide Inn. The Slide Inn. The Slide Inn. I think it's next to the Jade Lounge. I feel so old. I'm like I don't know the the Slide Inn next to the Jade Lounge. <laughs> that's right. where. Yeah, Curtis will be there tonight. So uh, go check him out. But especially you can see him next Wednesday. Absolutely. Yes. Mm. And Curtis, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, it was four years in January. Damn, nice. Happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hope of keeping it going. It was two years in Portland so far, which has been fun. And you're from Cleveland, is that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, is the comedy scene better in Portland than it was in Cleveland? Um, or can you maybe not compare the two? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I think... I think uh, because of uh, I mean, I guess I mean I know comedy here has been along for around for a long time, like Dwight Slade and uh, Susan Rice and all mm. those guys. But mm-hmm. I think uh, all those people. But I think uh, because of people like uh, you know Shane Torres, Ian Carmel, and Ron Funches, there's a lot of attention here. Mm-hmm. So I think the, I think Cleveland has an amazing scene. It's pretty underground, a lot like Portland. I think just uh, the exports haven't necessarily. It's you know it's not right next to New York or L A. It's not worth a, like not a two hundred dollar plane ticket away. So yeah. I just think there's not enough attention being paid to it. But the guys back there, uh, uh, the people back. I'm trying to get off that habit. <laughs> the, pe- the folks uh, back in Cleveland. Mm. Uh, that's a hard one for me to break. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a long time before I can do that. Oh, what with guys? Yeah, it's yeah, just I know. Too yeah. Right? I try. I, I've been yelled at from like I am trying. I'm trying, like with the they yeah. and the people. Try very hard, but when you've been taught something your whole life, sometimes it's hard. All you can do is try as hard as you can. Yeah. Try to get it right. Yeah. Yes, but you're doing great. Oh, thank so you. So people. Yeah. <laughs> the people back there just had a uh, uh, Montreal Just for Laughs audition, so I'm rooting for, for all of them. Hopefully somebody gets it. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's exciting. They're so really killing it. Do you plan on sticking around Portland for a while, or do you think you might head south and do the L.A. thing? Uh, L.A. thing would be fun. The New York thing would be fun. I'll probably stick around here for a while. Yeah. Uh, it's super cheap to live here. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I want to enjoy having made it through the winter again. I just want at least another Portland summer. <laughs> yep. And it's going to be a good one, too. I'm excited. I know. That's a, that's why we wait through the winters. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that, that is the reason. All right. Well, there we go. So you will be on the show this Wednesday. Yes. 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 And where can people excited. follow you on, on the social medias? Oh, you can follow me at, uh, <laughs> at Curtis underscore Cook. Underscore. Uh, the underscore. Mm. And, uh, you can swear. Oh, I can yeah. swear. Oh, yeah, Fuck in that underscore. That motherfucking yeah, what, underscore. So what was it? Who had? Who has it's Curtis like Cook? This fucking so Curtis underscore Cook it, or Curtis at Curtis Cook regular is some like dad who hasn't tweeted about since two thousand and nine. Jesus. And then Curtis D Cook is like a huge pastor. Like <laughs> he's also like so CurtisCook.com is owned by two people who refuse to sell it f- to me for less than $5,000. CurtisCook.org is the pastor who's like one of those like mega church dudes. Okay. Oh wow. And then CurtisCook. 
What's the other one? Biz org? or org? Yeah, there's another one that's like a, a computer designer. A uh, geeky old dude living in Brookfield, Wisconsin. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys could not look more opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we had TJ Miller on and he was having the same problem. It was like an old lady who lives in New York who hasn't used it since like 2009. <laughs> yeah. And he's been writing her and he had all of his fans, you know, writing her, sending like thousands of messages and she just has not been on there since uh, then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> won't relinquish. That sucks. <laughs> so I wish you best of luck with Thank you. That. I appreciate yeah. the support. <laughs> your, this is your underscore support. <laughs> do people ever tweet at you for any of those guys? I haven't gotten that yet. Uh, I do have people tweet at, uh, at Curtis Cook on Instagram. They'll message him, and that's like an 18-year-old kid. <laughs> <laughs> do you have an Instagram? I do. It's, uh, but I don't know. I think it's at Black by Popular Demand Podcast because I don't really Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't either. I have yeah. We have a Fun Employment Radio one that I think I put like two pictures on. Yeah, that's kind of your territory. I, I know. Just, I should I don't be better. Use Instagram at all. I don't know how to use it properly. I don't know. Everyone just takes pictures of their faces. I don't. <laughs> I take bad <laughs> pictures, so I don't know. I don't know what's what people will find interesting. Like I, I have no idea what that. Take a picture territory. of your sweet wallet chain. Yeah, there we you go. You should do. You should, should actually yeah. do that. I should. I'm gonna like, Hashtag nineties. I'm bringing nineties back. That's right. Yeah. No, no, don't I would do never that. do that. <laughs> all right. So follow Curtis at at Curtis underscore Cook. And see him next Wednesday. Yes. Oh. And tonight and everywhere all around town for as long as we get to have you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Curtis. All right, should we take a quick break? Let's do it. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, there we go, ladies and gentlemen, Curtis Cook. And let me just tell you, Curtis is one of my favorite comedians uh, here in Portland. Honestly, he has this amazing rhythm to which he delivers uh, his jokes. Yes. And it's I remember the first time that Greg... I actually specifically remember the first time that I saw him perform. Yeah, I think it was at... Portland's funniest. It was at Portland's funniest, and I was ago. I was blown away. I've never, and that was right when he had moved to Portland, uh-huh. and I'd never seen, you know, I'd never seen him perform before, and he. Is, was incredible, and he's just gotten better. He's got a unique, yeah. It's it's definitely it's a unique the timbre delivery. The, and the delivery to which he does it. And I'll say this, and I'm not I'm not saying because you know they're the same comedian or anything like that, but I'm saying the the last time I remember somebody standing out as far as just the way their their delivery as being different. It's like oh that that's a different kind of delivery. Mm-hmm. That's very. I know what you're gonna say it, Ron Funches. Ron Funches, yeah, because yep. Ron that was the first thing Ron, when I saw Ron. Yeah, he had the way Ron delivers his set. If you've ever seen Ron Funches, I mean he's national famous now. You can see him on television and everything, but he's here from Portland. And if you ever go see him, like the, his delivery is just you just don't see it. It's it's only Ron. It is only Ron can do that. And um, because that's what always stands out a bit is, you know, because there's so much hilarious comedy and it doesn't make it better or worse than anything else. But when someone no. has a, a different way of delivering their comedy, it, it's, it, it stand, stands out. Yeah, it yeah. stands out. And uh, and yeah, Curtis, Curtis has his own delivery, just like all of the comedians on our show, you know, on, on the showcase. And that's why we love doing these things so that, you know, you guys get to see these awesome comedians before they become, you know, blow up and become a Ron Funches, who's a super huge star. Like all, all these, all the four comedians that we have on are fantastic and all have their own unique styles. So yeah, definitely come down on Wednesday. It's, it's really going to be fun and uh, we want to see everybody down there. Awesome. So, it'd be I'm cool. so excited. Me too. Oh. All right, we've got just a couple of minutes left. Um, I could do a little bit of ball talk. Here. Okay. Ball talk for a 10 year old listener. You can listen back in now. For Fergus. Fergus. Game on Fergus. All right, that's uh, the I'm, cutest name. I just that just occurred to me how adorable that name is. It's a pretty good name. I like it. It's a pretty good name. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. 
Let's talk balls. Balls. It's just going to be brief ball talk. Brief ball talk today. And uh, it's going to be about this. The NCAA Men's Division I Basketball Tournament is going Something's on right now. Something's happening with the NCAA? Oh, it is happening, Sarah. They're down to the... Apparently, you're not... Okay, not only... I'm just going to say this. You, we all know it's called March Madness. This is the Men's I thought it was called Insanity tournament. of the Month Before April. Insanity of the Month Before April is my preferred term for it. However, I found out that there's something else you're not allowed to say. So the way the tournament works is they you know whittle it down to where there's one winner. It's single elimination. I love the word whittle. They whittle it down. Single elimination. Once you lose, you're out. And they've gone through the first two rounds. So now they're down to 16 teams. That is known... It's forever. You call that that's the Sweet Sixteen. That's what they call that. All right. Apparently, you're not allowed to use that either. You what? can't say the Sweet Sixteen. Why did MTV like copyright the it NCAA, or something? The NCAA did. So you can't say Sweet Sixteen. You can't say Elite Eight, and you can't say Final Four. And that's what, what they call each one of these next rounds. Yeah. That's very strange. They well, want to like get the all Super the Bowl money with the big game. Yep. They. I yeah. mean, they want to get all the money. Huh. So that's that's what it is. And, of course, the athletes don't get paid anything, but that's a whole different debate. So, But anyway, it, it is it is down to that. The 16 final teams. The Sugar 16. No. That's something else. Yeah, what else? 16. The, the Tangy 16. Tangy the doesn't sticky work. Sticky 16. Sticky 16 doesn't sound like something I want to say. That's, that's a very... It's a sticky wicket. That's a very niche audience for it's, the Sticky 16. That's something I don't want to know about It's that. a sticky wicket they're in. They're down to the last 16 teams. The sticky wicket? Sticky wicket. It's a real sticky wicket. Now, now you're the one who sounds old. All right. So, uh, with that, the uh, the games are going on. Uh, some of them were last night, and there's some more that are going on today. One of the teams that is playing tomorrow is University of Wisconsin, and so I'm just gonna kind of I'm gonna say this story, then I'll make a couple of predictions afterwards. This is pretty cool. Like I don't. I'll be honest. I don't follow uh, college basketball. I follow NBA. Uh, college basketball, I don't pay much attention during the regular season, so I don't know any of the players unless somebody's like a really big, famous one where it's like a you know, a LeBron James level, even though he didn't go to college. I don't know any college players. However, I've found my favorite player, and it is this guy, because he's been all over the, uh, doing interviews all over the last couple of days, and he, he's, pretty, he's pretty cool. So it's this guy from Wisconsin, and uh, he is, now I've lost his name, Nigel Hayes. Nigel, Nigel Hayes. Hayes. Nigel Hayes. From Wisconsin. From Wisconsin. Nigel Wisco- from Wisconsin. And Wisconsin is taking on Arizona. That Wisconsin has a very, very good basketball team. They're a number one seed in the tournament. And it's been kind of funny because their team has become fascinated by the stenographers that are at the tournament. So every time there's a press conference, every time there's something going on, they actually have stenographers at these things to just record everything the players say, and then they put those up right away for the media so they can just snag that and not have to do it themselves. You gotcha. Know, not, have to, not have to do all that stuff. So they have these professional stenographers and with their special stenography machines, you know, that, that, that with all this shorthand stuff. It actually is, now that I've seen this, it's pretty fascinating well, it's how they do it's just basically like Four buttons, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird how they do it. Except it's for, fascinating. Yeah. It is, and then, and then uh, the only time they have to actually spell stuff out, from what I understand, is you know when there's strange words that happen. So the Wisconsin team, when they won their last game, they this one guy just started throwing out all these just random words just to try to mess with them, like xylophone and like saying things like that. So the so the stenographer is just kind of playing around, so she had to type those things out. I, I actually was watching that. Last oh. week when I was working at the Landmark Saloon. Oh, see, there you go. He, he thought he was quite the clever young man. Quite, quite the clever young man. So that was Nigel Hayes was one of those guys. Oh, you kept saying like onomatopoeia? Yeah. Yep. 
I was yeah. watching them fill in the, the whoever the newscasters were like fill in some time where they're all like kookily tried to spell out onomatopoeia on different chalkboards. Well, okay, that's that's idiots trying to do this. I think this guy's pretty cool though. So Nigel Hayes, here's the other thing that happened. He was at the next tournament, and of course, you know they were joking around and they wanted to see if he would throw out a word for the stenographer. What he didn't realize was that the mic was on still after that. And he explained this in an interview I heard today. Like, usually what happens when they're all sitting there at the podium, it's three basketball players after the game, and they ask them questions. They turn the mic on when they talk, and then they turn it off when they sit back. Okay. So it's only supposed to be on when they're talking. And this is what happened. Is there anything you'd like to say to our stenographers just to tip things off? Uh, uh, Syzygy. All right. Do you have it? Okay. Gosh, he's beautiful. <laughs> Did you hear that? All right, so we'll open it up to questions. <laughs> oh, that's so, cute. <laughs> so, yeah, he threw out Sis the G, and then they were, you know, they were, they were going through the whole thing, and you just see him sitting back, and he's whispering to one of, or thought he was just saying that to one of his other players, that he found the stenographer to be quite, uh, quite beautiful, and then was busted right on my That's adorable. That. All right, so, that's... I'm saying the guy's pretty cool. I listened to his interview today. I am a fan. I don't know if he's going to the NBA or not. All right, because I, I am wasn't a fan of from, Nigel Hayes. He's pretty cool. All right, I wasn't a fan from what I. Yeah, I know. I noticed the disdain that you had for this. It why, was irritating. Why? I don't because it was just. I, I now I understand that he was tra- probably trying to flirt with her, but it just seemed really pompous when he was doing it. He's just like, oh, so she has to type everything that I'm saying. So if I write onomatopoeia, does she have to write that? And he just started like throwing out all these big words to just say big words. Him and his big words. I wasn't alone. The people I was watching with, they're like, yeah, that, that guy, that's kind of obnoxious. Well, okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe In that was, context, but that's really I, adorable hearing him say that she's beautiful. Also, remember, he's like 20 years old or something like that. At the most, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so I think he was just kind of joking around probably with the other thing. I, I don't didn't know. Think guys, but I, I, I didn't think guys called women beautiful anymore. That's just, I, I swear, I think that's just the sweetest little thing. Well, there he is. That's Nigel Hayes. So. No, I'm saying my my perspective has changed. I think that's cute now. He's a, a, I listened to his interview today. He was on the Dan Patrick Show. Um, he's good. He's got a future in broadcasting if he wants oh, one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't know if he's... I Honestly, I have no idea how good of a player he is or not. Maybe he's NBA-bound. Maybe he's not. Um, he's he's uh, He knows how to how to do a good interview. Um, by really the way, cool. what is Syzygy? Syzygy? Syzygy. I, I believe... And I'm going to make sure... See if I'm right here. I believe it means opposite... Okay. So, I've like, never uh, two heard opposite, that word. opposite uh, ends of the spectrum. Okay. Syzygy. I hope I'm right. If I'm wrong, somebody is going to uh, obviously call me out on that. So we'll find out mm-hmm. here in a minute in the live chat. Uh, sure will. <laughs> all right. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, I said I'd make a prediction. Uh, my prediction is based off of my bracket that Wisconsin will win. Wisconsin will win today. Well, that's a real bold choice there, Greg. Um, my other choice... Uh, I'm just going to go out on a limb because uh, I'll probably have a lot of Mad fans because it's from the Northwest. Gonzaga's going to beat UCLA today. There we go. That's your prediction. Wow. There you go, Fergus. Okay, yes, I was right. It does mean um, opposite. Well, hot kind dog, Greg. Close enough. Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'm not even going to look because it's like I'm 90% sure you're probably not right. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, I'm really excited for this afternoon. You know why? <laughs> kind of, I'm kind of right. All right. Yes. What is this afternoon, sir? I am getting my hair cut uh, in the style of David Bowie from Labyrinth. I just want it big and I want it fluffy. 
Not exactly like it. I'm not going to get an 80s do, but I'm, uh, I sent my hairstylist a picture of David Bowie from 1989, and she's going to try and do that You're for me. You're going to make Big yourself hair. look like David Bowie. Big hair. But then this weekend, on Sunday, I'll be working at the Landmark Saloon. Outside at the Shed Bar. You can yeah. come check out my new hair. That it's supposed is... to be nice. Play some cornhole. 4847 Southeast Division. Landmark Saloon is fantastic. I'm still having trouble getting over the uh, David Bowie hair that you're It's all right. You can come and see it in like, person which on David Sunday. Which David, David, David Bowie? Labyrinth David Bowie? Labyrinth David Bowie. This is Bowie Where it looks like Bowie. a... Like a wig? Doesn't... Well... You're getting a wig. I have... This is basically a wig. We all know People that Sarah wears a wig. <laughs> I'm getting my, my wig changed out. We'll come out on Wednesday, April 1st and see Sarah's wig in person at the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase at Heck the Secret yeah. Society. Secret Society. The Secret Society. Get your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com. Really, we want to see everybody. Um, we would love to. Everybody. And just to yeah. know that you're there and you want to spend time with us would just mean the world. It would be awesome. It would be, Greg. It would. That's always my nightmare. Like, is everyone's, what if everyone's thinking, like, oh, somebody else will go. And then nobody goes. <sighs> so just go. Don't, don't be a nightmare. Come out. Come out. Come out and see us. Buy your ticket now. Go to our Facebook invite thing and, uh, you know, select that you will be there as well. That would be awesome. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everybody. You guys are fantastic. Tomorrow on the Fun Employment Radio Network, I believe Chronicles of the Nerds is out of town. Most people are out of the town. the Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, yes. So that's where... But half the city is up north for yes. Emerald City Comic Con right now. Yes. And then also... Um, Rip City Bad Boys. No Rip City Bad Boys tomorrow. No Rip City Bad Boys. So, so you just have a pleasant so you weekend. you have 24 hours of stream to listen to, though, of content that's right here at the Fun Employment Radio Network. And thank you, everyone, for subscribing. So we'll be replaying stuff all weekend long. Awesome. Awesome things. Awesome things and good fun stuff, and stuff. Greg. Real good stuff. Yes, indeed. To go see Sarah at the Landmark Saloon this Sunday. All right. One last plug. Can I do one plug? Oh, my God. Come yes. on. Hey, I plugged you a whole bunch. <laughs> oh, that sounded that sounded so, bro- <laughs> that sounded Jesus, so bad. Greg. All right, just plug. That's no, 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 don't say it. <laughs> Go. Well, that reminds me of the, yesterday's episode of Trends, Trends with Benefits, where I said some things that sounded wrong. Is that what uh, you're trying to plug? Yes. Okay. All right, so I do another podcast for digital trends called Trends with Benefits, and I would love it if you guys would take a listen to that and download it. It's a lot of fun. It's a show about tech, but it's in a fun way. It's a really good show. Thank you. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I like it a lot. It's it's pretty fun, and um, it would be awesome if you guys wanted to check that out. So you can go to digitaltrends.com slash podcasts that's podcasts with an s on the end digitaltrends.com slash podcasts and find it there you can listen from there or it's on stitcher or itunes and all those places under trends with benefits give it a listen it's fun it's about uh, 25 minutes a piece and it's about tech but in a cool way and it's 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 a lot of fun yes all right there we go that's it we'll be back on monday with more fun about radio it sounded so bad it did don't ever say that again You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.